0: Father God, in the mighty name of your son Jesus Christ, we thank you once again for being our God. We thank you, almighty God, for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous light. We thank you, Lord, for being a present help in a time of trouble. We can depend upon your help. You will always be with us, God. Thank you, almighty God, for your faithfulness. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord, oh my soul. Well, today we are teaching on the secret place. Psalm 91 and verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadows of the the almighty God, the secret place. The secret place is not a place where you sit around and wait for the storm to pass over. The secret place is not that kind of place. The secret place is a place where we crucify ourselves. Where we learn to live and love God and obey his commandment. And folks, we are living in the second coming of the Lord return to his church. And it's this secret place. It's a place for preparation. Preparing yourself for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The secret place is a place where God's people sanctified and cleanse themselves by the washing of the word of God. The Lord is coming back for a glorious church, a sanctified church, a church that made itself ready to meet your master. The secret place is a place where we spend time washing ourselves in the blood of the word from all unrighteousness. Uh, I'm not gonna continue repeating the secret place in a few minutes, I'll go to something else. The secret place is a place where the most high God dwelled, and that place is a holy place because God is a holy God. Now there's no way that we can dwell in the secret place of the Most High God without being without God' holiness affecting the way we live. We proclaim Psalm 91. Are we proclaiming it just for the protection alone? Psalm 91 is a place with God's people allow God holiness to change the way we live, to change the way we treat each other. Galatians chapter two and verse 20 says, we are to live our life crucified with Christ. The secret place is a place where we crucify ourselves, where we cleanse ourselves. Where we wash ourselves by the washing of the Word of God, where we purify ourselves by the blood of Jesus Christ. The believer confession, I believe, should be truthful, not this knowledge, but a reality. I am crucified with God. Nevertheless, I live. But. Not I, but Christ lives in me the life which I now live, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Can we really make that confession? will it really be a true confession or just knowledge so until the word become a reality, until the Word can do something in your life, until the Word can change you. We just have a head knowledge of the Word. But God is not coming back for people that have a whole lot of head knowledge of the Word. He's coming back for people that have applied the Word to your life, have the Word of God had the right away in your life to change you. It's no way that you and I can confess that we're dwelling in a secret place of the Most High God. Lord, it sounds so good. Under the shadows, my God, of the Most High God. Yeah, but what are we doing? Are we cleansing ourselves or are we just sitting around waiting for everything to pass over? And when it passed over, we come out of our secret place back to the way we used to live, back to the way that how we treat people, back to the fellow, you no know, fellowship with God. But see, now, are you just in a fellowship with God because of what's going on? Are you in a fellowship with God because he is your God? And ask yourself this question. Did you spend as much time with God before anything happened? Were you so mindful of Psalm ninety-one? before anything happened. Check yourself, examine yourself. It's good that you're mindful of it, but allow Psalm 91 to become part of your life. Allow the holiness of God to dwell in place to change your life. I am crucified with Christ. But God said, nevertheless I live." Acts 17 and verse 28 says, In Christ, in him, in his dwelling place. In his dwelling place, do we live? We live in his holiness. We live in his holiness. Do we live and we breathe and we move and we have our existence in the secret place of the most high God? And God is a holy God. The secret place is a holy place where we crucify ourselves a place where we bring glory and honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ by the way we live. (laughs) The Bible said in Revelation 4 and 11, said, we were crucified, was created, we was created to bring glory and honor to God. And I love the Revelation 4 and 11 says, thou art worthy, O Lord. To receive glory and honor and power. You are worthy, O Lord. To receive all the glory and all the honor and power. For Thou hast created all things. Thou hast created all things. And for Thy pleasure they are and were. Created, We were created for the glory of God. We were created to bring glory to Him. We were created for His pleasure. We are not of our own anymore. Only the sons of God can dwell in the secret place. And the secret place is a holy place. And again, it's not a place where we just sit around and sit around and wait for God to move. It's not a place that we sit around and moan and groan and complain and, and live a fearful life. It's not a place. It's a place that God's holiness and God's righteousness change the way we live, change the way we act, change the way we respond to life. How in the world can we dwell in a place where God that needs nothing to exist? a God that can create something out of nothing, and we proclaim that we're dwelling in that place and not changing our life, it's not having an effect on our prayer life, it's not having an effect on the way we treat people, it's not having an effect on what we watch on TV, how we act, but yet we say that we're dwelling in a place with the almighty God. It's awesome. It's more than words. Once that become, reality that God has given us the honor and the privilege to dwell in a place that humans have never dwelt before. Dwelling in a place that that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and the old prophet, the old could not dwell. But we have a place that we can dwell in the spirit because the Holy Spirit was not dwelling in them. But we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. And yet, <laughs> we love the word, but the word of God is to be more than just love, more than just sound good. The word was sent to change the way we live. The word was sent to crucify our flesh because the Lord is soon, is coming back, his return is upon us, back for his church. And he declared that he is coming back for a church that made herself ready, that have cleansed herself by the washing of the regeneration of the word of God. So these few days, and I don't know if this is one of God's plans for his people to shut down, spend some time crucifying yourself. Because we are his workmanship. He created us for himself. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, We are not the devil. So we are his, the almighty God, the creator of the universe. We are his worship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Created us for good works. Created to bring pleasure to Him. Created to bring glory and honor to Him. A place, it's a place where we live and walk in Christ's fullness. We yes. live and we walk in Christ's fullness. But, Dr. Penny, how in the world can we live in a secret place and walk in God's fullness? The Word of God have enough cleansing power enough washing power in it to cleanse us up so that we can live and walk in Christ's fullness. uh, Colossians 2 9, verse 2 and, I mean, chapter 2 and verse 9 says, for in him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That meaning that God the Father God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, dwelling twice, Jesus, in the secret place. And verse 10 says, and ye are complete. Can you imagine being complete in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit? He said, we are complete. If I believe that I am complete in God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit, what can, what can stop us? Who can defeat us? What can overthrow us? We are in Christ Jesus, the Lord God, that need nothing to exist. The God that spoke the universe into existence have given us the privilege to live in Him, in Christ Jesus, the Godhead, saying that we are complete. We lack like nothing, need nothing. We are complete. There's not a demon in hell can overthrow the body of Christ. The devil defeats us in our mind. See, defeat and victory starts in your mind. He defeats us in our mind and what we think. And we do what we think and we act what we think. But we are victorious people. Blessed to live in Christ Jesus. So all the fullness, nothing missing, nothing lacking. And the Bible said we are in Him. In Him, the Holy Spirit baptized us into Christ's fullness. He said, and ye are complete in Him, which is the head of all principality and power. Wow. The place where we live in Christ's completeness. That's the secret place. Christ is the head of all principality and power. Ephesians chapter one, verse 22 says, God made Jesus the head of the church, which is his body. Jesus, the head of the church, is the head over all principality and power. The body of Christ (laughs) is the head over all principality and power. The head cannot be defeated, neither can the body be defeated. And again, defeat and victory starts in the spirit of your mind. We live a defeated life with what we think. If you think that you're defeated, guess what? You will attract everything to your life that can defeat you. If you think that you're more than a conqueror, you will attract every spirit to your life that will cause you to conquer. But it's what you think. We are complete in Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 23 says, what? We know. I know how people know this. My heart. Be renewed. Commandment. God commanded us. Not commandment. He commanded us. To be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and unrenewed mind is a defeated mind. In the kingdom of God, you might not be defeated in the world, knowledge, and education, but in the kingdom of God, a unrenewed mind is a defeated mind. A unrenewed mind is a mind that would lead you to a mind that would torment you night and day, because God said in his word, be renewed. You, we have the power, and we've been given orders, and we have the Holy Spirit, the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us to empower us to redo everything that God commanded us to do and be. And he said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. It's not out of our reach. We can renew our mind. Dwelling in a secret place is a place where people have a renewed mind. Dwelling in this, just knowing that the word does not make you be that. You just stand and thank it. But you dwell in a secret place in the spirit of your mind with a renewed mind. You know that you are dwelling in a place that nothing in the world can take you out of the secret place. You know that you are protected by God. The secret place, again, is not a place where we all sit around and watch TV all day. All we sit around and on the cell phone all day. All we just sit around and complain all day. We sit around and gossip and criticize and fault find all day. That's not dwelling in a secret place. It's a place, but it's not the secret place of the Most High God. God is a holy God. It is no way that you or I can dwell in that place without being affected by God's holiness, by His righteousness, by His unforgiving spirit. You can dwell in a secret place and hold unforgiveness in your heart. Twirl in a p- place and ups bad at everybody. That's not a place. The secret place is a place where you get rid of yourself, crucify yourself. The secret place is a place where the believers spend time, again, renewing the spirit of your mind to think like Christ, the head of the church. A place where the word of God become life. Life. The Bible, God says, listen, this is how we are supposed to live. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. You can't just not live by what you think and what you feel. He said, you just cannot live by that. That's for an unrenewed mind. Live by bread alone. But by every Every word, every word, not some of the word, every word that crucified yourself. Take off that old nasty, complaining attitude. You should live by every word. The word of God uh, commanded us to take off your old self and put on the new you. That's how we should live. I believe the believer should live your life or walk through life. Your daily walk should be walking through life taking off the old man, putting on the new man, because Christ is soon to come. You making yourself ready. You taking off the old man. You're not mad with Bubba anymore. You're not holding on unforgiving in your heart anymore. You're just taking those spirits off. you taking off anger. you taking off all oh, fault finding. Oh, we're taking off just taking all these spirits off. I'm in a place. I'm in a holy place. And God's holiness is affecting my life in such a way I cannot hold on to the evil spirit any longer because I'm dwelling in a secret place of the most high God. And his holiness and his righteousness has put a demand on my life. I have to give Rid of all of these spirits and all these evil spirits, and to take them out because I'm not in a holy place and the Bible said to Moses take off your shoes take off your shoes because you're standing on holy ground well he could say to the church take all that filth take all that unbelief take all that negative talking take all that complaining take all that fault finding. take all that judging take all that that mumming and grumbling against each other why Lord you are dwelling in the holy place take everything off take it off that's what seek the place It's just more to it than what we have been taking it for. We look back to it for safety. But it's a place not only for your safety, but it's a place where I crucify myself. Because I'm in a place where a holy God And God said, I am holy and I call you with the holy calling, be ye holy in all manners of conversation. It's not a place you sit around and talk filth and, and, and all kind of ungodly words out of your mouth. He said, be ye holy in all manners of conversation because I am a holy God. You be holy. I call you with that holy calling. Then you're dwelling in a place. See, every person, every believer in Christ that believe that you were dwelling in a secret place, something in your life is changed. You're taking off some of those old clothes that you had on. Amen. God, the Bible said that God is coming back for a church that has made herself ready. washed herself in the blood of the Lamb. Cleanse herself. Waiting for the return of her master is soon to come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. A place. It's a place where the Word becomes life. The Bible said in John six sixty three, He it said, my words, my words are spirit and they are life. The secret place, I believe, is a place where God's Word becomes life. It's no longer just words. The life of the Word is not part of my life. And when the life of God's word becomes part of your life, then it changed the way that you live. You're changed by the spirit of the word, not by just knowing the word. That's why the Bible said, you live by the spirit of the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but we should live by the spirit of God's word. We should live, like God said, renewing your mind. Putting on the, taking off the old man and putting on the new man which is after God and His true holiness. It's a place where we live an unbroken consciousness of God present, power, and security. You live in a unbroken consciousness of God present, power, A place where we touch the life of others by the brightness of our light shining for Jesus. The Bible said, you have given you the power, I have given you the power to let your light shine. You have the privilege and the opportunity. No one can stop your light from shining. You stop it yourself. He said, let. That means that He's given us the power. The Holy Spirit has already empowered us to let, let, let your light so shine before men. That they may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Are we living a life that people see your good work and they glorify the Father which is in heaven? What kind of life are you living? If you living a life that is touching the life of other people that want to be saved according to how you live? Are you making Christ in your life attractive so that the unsaved cannot resist wanting to know God the way that you live your life? You're rather to God, the way that you speak words about your God. Are we living a life that the unsaved, the dying world, if the dark world can see your light shining? What you mean? I'm not talking about just putting up a lot. I'm talking about that light. It's the light that you live. That is the light that God is talking about. How do you live around your friends? And I mean, how do you just be around comfortable, more comfortable being around unsaved than Christian? How do we just, there's just a lot to hang around unsaved, but yet we're not changing the unsaved. But someone, somebody is being changed. So there's no way that a, a, a fat, born-again Christian that settles the, the presence of God's holiness and cannot affect someone else's life. Now something is wrong. It's a place where God's holiness changed the way we treat each other. Can we find the glory of God in a secret place, a, a holy place, and continue treating each other evil and mean and doing evil things and saying harsh words to people. Ephesians 4, 32 says, be ye kind. God said, be kind. Stop being so blessed and mean to each other. Be ye kind. Stop being so evil. That's not going to get you in a place but open up your mind for fear to torment your mind. He said, be ye kind one to another. Ah, that's in my Bible. I don't know what you have in your Bible because You're acting like the Bible said, be hateful to one another. He said, a place, it's the place where we learn to be kind to one another. He said, tender hearted. Stop being so blessed and hard hearted. People so hard hearted and just, just don't have no compassion. You're self righteous and you're so hard hearted. God said, be tender hearted. Have compassion for others. You're not perfect, you make mistakes. Come on, loosen up. Forgiving one another. You know? uh, just walking around holding forgiveness, and forgiveness sooner or later going to figure out how to make you sick. A lot of people are sick today, and you go to the doctor over and over. You going to the doctor to get cured, so how long do you have to go? You've been taking medicine to get well. How much medicine do you have to take? If that's the case, that's what you need. No, I think we need a spiritual bath, a spiritual cleansing. Because his spirit will make you sick you taking medicine all the days of your life. And your heart is bad. The Bible said, forgive one another. Even if God, God forgive me. You know I'm working and I, Lord, be patient with me. And all that, he said, even if God forgiven us for Christ's sake. But we want God to forgive us. We want God to love us. We want God to speak well of us. We don't want God to judge us, but yet we turn around, talk about people, speak evil about people, judge people, criticize people. But, oh, we, we're a good Christian now. We, we are, Going to church does not make you a good Christian. What makes you a good Christian when you allow the church to be in you? When you allow the church to change your life? Now you're being a good Christian. Now you're preparing yourself for the coming of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The secret place is a place where we live before God in the spirit of devotion, worship, fellowship, service. I'm not gonna have to call you up and tell you to worship God need nobody. Don't need no music. That's okay. We got the music. That's okay for the worker. But in that secret place, you are devoted to fellowship and worship and praising God because He is God and He is worthy to be praised. That said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. Yeah, living in the secret place, you will become a worshiper.
1: Living in the secret place
0: with the most high God and you're not a worshiper. Oh no, something is wrong. Are you really in the secret place of the most high because God? Because God's holiness will make you cry out, holy, holy, holy is God Almighty. He is a holy God. Worship the King, O oh King, and the Lord of Lord. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. A place where we live, moment by moment, in fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That's the secret place. And again, it's not a place where we just sit around, watch TV, eat all day, excuse me Lord, that's okay, and do nothing, spiritual, and wait for the storm to pass over. Watch the news, find it out when the storm gonna pass over. But how much time have you spent washing yourself by the blood of the Lamb, cleansing yourself, setting up in a secret place and still sinning? Setting in a secret place and still bumming and grumbling and full of fear? Setting in a secret place? No, that place, It's a place that is an honor and a privilege to be given. I think it's the highest honor and privilege that human can ever have to be called into a place called a secret place with the most high God. God bless you. God keep you. And this is my prayer, that you will take advantage of the time that you're home. Spend time to examine yourself. Allow the Holy Spirit to show you yourself. Make yourself ready for the returning of our Lord in the Jesus Christ. It's not over. Oh, there, we gonna get a break, but guess what? We gonna go back in it again because God is preparing his church for his coming. And he wished that none be lost, but all be saved. I advise you, cleanse yourself. Colossians, I mean, Ephesians 4, 25, and 32 are a list of spirits to take off. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 through 11 a list of spirits that you are to crucify. Colossians 3, verse 12 through 7, 17 or a list of spirits that we are to put on. And please don't forget Matthew 71, judging people. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Keep your faith. Amen? Amen.